Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. This is still coming from Sea Camp in uh, beautiful Big Pine Key in the Florida Keys. And today we've got Amy and Christine. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Let's start with Christine. Okay. Who is a regular on our podcast? Because, well, this is your second one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, second timer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and. Uh, yeah, tell yeah. us what you do. Yeah, my name's Christine. I live in Jupiter, a.k.a. Lionfish Huntress, Florida. I've been diving since 2014, hunting lionfish since about that same time. So I'm almost a decade in. Wow. And, yeah, I've got so many great experiences hunting lionfish in that, you know, I'm diving. So I'm yeah. seeing all the other cool fish and shark you know sharks are fish and you yeah know, fish and bigger fish and meeting great people all and the cool things in the ocean yeah yeah that's awesome that's great amy uh tell us a little about yourself uh i'm from texas i spend january through april up in wellington florida I guess I well I'm an advanced diver. I don't get to dive a lot because I live in the desert in Texas. Wait, there's no there's no ocean dive in there? It's all sand, no water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I bet the clarity is incredible. It's yeah. You can see <laughs> you can a see good big distance. sky. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of blue. Uh, so what brought you here to the submersible operations course? Uh, my brother's in the Navy. He's based on Oahu, Hawaii, and he has a company called Nudiewear, and I believe you actually met him at a trade show, possibly? We did at the Emerald Coast Open yes. this past May. Yeah. yeah, and so he follows you, and he's the one who sent me the information and said, I need to come to this. Nice. Um, so what was your thought about, I mean, it was very last minute. You called right at the last minute. And uh, what were you expecting for a course? And how did that turn out to be? Did it match what your expectations were? It, uh, it was more than I expected. I really did come into it pretty blind. Um, I had never been to sea camp before. I had never met you or Scott or any of the other participants. And it was an incredible experience. I learned a lot about, um, not only learned a lot about submersibles and this particular one, which is so unique, but um, also I think, I feel like I made a lot of really neat connections with other divers and um, you know, we had high school age to don't say it <laughs> <laughs> retired yes. folk here and um, all unique individuals complete different individuals all kind of with this same uh, passion to mm. help save the oceans and um, so it was a very unique and wonderful experience. Yeah, it is unique, and you—it's the kind of thing that you would never ever meet these kind of people, and Correct. and probably yes. hang out with half of them or yeah. anything, right? So, yeah. Um, so Christine, uh, when you thought about this course, what were you thinking, and how did it match up? Oh my gosh, I don't know if I spent a whole lot of time figuring out what to expect. Kind of just ran 
head first into it mm-hmm. because first off submarines sub- submersibles are so cool how often do people get to work with submersibles and just thinking about the opportunities that open up when you get inside of a a pressurized metal container <laughs> that can get you to depths that divers can't go right. like i am i'm in the middle of taking a advanced technical and decompression diver training and that'll get me to to 100 foot 150 foot wrecks uh, and this can have a operating depth of 300 feet and it won't get crushed until 880 feet correct but we're not going to go past 500 it has, it has never been past <laughs> 500 this is all safety um but just the, the doors that open now that i've understood and and taken this class are just mind-blowing like, i can't even begin to imagine what this can give us Right, just just the exploration side of things is is uh, pretty wild. Yes, yeah. and and we actually during our training we actually discovered stuff. Were you were you yeah. the first one to discover it? Yeah, I discovered the sunken shipwreck that's in the bay <laughs> that no right one knew here. about. That no nope. one knew about. Yeah, even the people even here. I mean, Hurricane mm-hmm. Irma happened six years ago. Yeah, and there there's a sunken ship in there. We found a I don't know, pretty cool old, very old anchor. We don't know very much about that. Really yet, old anchor yeah yeah very large anchor how does that and get again in? nobody knew it was there yeah. so that's we do training to uh so you can actually find things that's it that's yeah. our uh that's yes. the value add right no we had no idea we were going to do that and i uh, think there's still a lot of things about lionfish we don't know yet and i think the submersible will help us understand more about that we were talking earlier about how maybe they're going to deeper depths during the day and coming back up at night possibly or right. so this will help us kind of this submersible course and training more people to go down and research their behavior and that sort of thing, I think will help. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Even if we're not spearing, we're still filming. Yes. And uh, yeah. we're gonna open up that all that film to the world to see what's down there. And we're, it'll be at places that no one's ever seen. So that's, that's the exciting part of that. And yeah. the, the bonus is if we can catch the lionfish if we can come upon them and not only film them but also remove them, mm-hmm. uh, that'll, that'll help slow the population down in the shallow water. So, yeah. Um, so, what, Amy? What did you learn? What's the one thing that you're like, wow? I never didn't expect this out of this course. Uh, I, I told you this earlier, Scott, and I, um, I got to drive it, which was. So cool. <laughs> and um, it actually has kind of a little joystick handle to drive. And you wouldn't believe how this huge, heavy thing just, it spins on a dime. It's just so incredible. Um, I compared it to, I I live on a ranch back in Texas. And I drive tractors and mowers and such. And um, I have like a zero-turn lawnmower. And it it drives the, the sub drives my my little zero turn mower. I mean, it's just it's crazy how easy it is to operate, and I think that's what blew my mind. I really felt like, how am I ever going to learn to do this? Yeah. And it really is just. I think Scott said um, 
you know, it's it wants to take care of you. It's you'll you know make this connection with it, and I I really felt that way. That's great. Getting to drive it. That's great. And and the whole lawnmower thing is good because we're going to start marketing this to landscapers. So excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good comparison. But it yeah. really does handle very detailed inputs mm -hmm. that you put in there, which yeah. is great because if we're going down to places at depth and there's endangered corals we want to be able to get close remove the lionfish without harming any of those yeah. other species yeah yeah and how about yours when, when you were expecting did you think it was gonna be a lot more challenging to operate or easier or what was your take? um so i was thinking when i I got it. I was like, oh, there's only one joystick. I was expecting there to be two joysticks because there are two thrusters on the back. And these thrusters look like uh, dive scooters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're super power dive scooters and they're rigged so that they move together. Uh, so I think it was just a little bit different than I was expecting. Yeah. And these scooters actually go backwards yes. as well. That very big difference. Yeah. yeah. So you can do some really great, great turns and stuff. Yeah. Um, and actually joining us right now is Miss Lisa from... The History of Diving Museum in Isla Mirada, Florida. Welcome. Oh, it's been such a joy to uh, participate in this submersible class. Yeah. Because it gives you a whole different perspective. And, you know, I, I heard you ladies talking, and it is, it's more eyes in the ocean. You're not limited to one cylinder. You're not even limited to a rebreather. Um, and you're not limited as much to the environment. So you're not having to fight the current and you can really sit and observe in one spot. And you're right, it turns on a dime. It's so um, incredibly mobile and controllable that we can protect our reefs by not banging into them and, you know, and watching and observing and getting things on film. It's just, there. I don't see a downside other than the cost. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. cheaper than buying a new boat. It is. <laughs> true, yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, it, it's got so many different aspects to it that it's going to be great. Nice. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you're the executive director. I'm the executive director at the Diving Museum. Right. And you've got some really cool old di deep diving suits and... Um, we go back 4,000 years wow. of the quest to explore under the sea. So the early, it literally goes back to early writings from Gilgamesh and Aristotle on how to stay underwater longer and how to use the water in different aspects. Wow. Um, and then it transcends, you know, forward, literally. You have to get three quarters of the way through the museum before you ever get to regulators and rebreathers and what we consider modern day scuba diving. So it's very cool. Divers and land lovers alike are really amazed by what they see inside but what we're doing now is making history so these kind of stories are going to be told um, moving forward because it's all that quest to learn more yeah. to interact more to understand more conservation and and how instead of destroying the planet we can help the planet yeah yeah when I first uh, called you and said hey Lisa I just want to kind of plant the seed and I want you to think about it but we have a uh, a deep diving submersible slash submarine that can go to 300 feet for up to eight hours and it, I just want to know if maybe you might be interested in working together you're like yep I'm like no 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 think about it. no I'm in I'm in no no take some time get back to us no we're in I'm in <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah yeah so and this course actually is here because of you 
because well, of you. helping us in the Keys, getting us the connections. I mean, you introduced us uh, to Sea Camp last summer so we could go for our, our inaugural dive, our very first dive with the new system, you, which you were with us. I got to be the safety diver yeah. and I got to take a lot of pictures and that's where I really watched it underwater. And I'm, I'm also on the Sanctuary Advisory Council. So I want to make sure you don't do anything in the, in the right. sanctuary or out on the reefs right. um, and be very proactive with protection as well as, you know, yeah. this is just a fabulous idea let's go do it you know you have to see the whole big picture sure and for someone like us coming you know driving six hours to get here right not having a, a connection with it we, we have a small connection with the keys but you got us the boat you got us lodging you got us I mean you got us everything sea camp is such a great facility for you to to stay to train to um, have the boat in the harbor and get towed out at this point eventually we'll get it on the back of a boat so the boat can tow it out um, but you know we thank the people at Sea Camp, yeah. and uh, yes. and it's good. And the diving museum comes down. We give presentations to their campers over the years and at night and things like that. So we have a, a good relationship with Sea Camp. That's great. That's great. And your expectations. I mean, you got to see the sub uh, and learning some of the pre dives and the checklists. You know, last year. Uh, but as far as controlling the sub, what was your what was your thought initially, and then how did that pair up? So being a diver. Um, you're used to checklists, you're used to procedures, you're used to pre-dive, prep, dive, and then after the dive coming together and analyzing and what can we do better, what, you know, what can you build on, what were the challenges. So I have to say the thought of me being in a submarine was kind of overwhelming because I'm like, you know, they train Navy people to run submarines, not <laughs> this chick in the keys. Um, so, but Scott Cassell went line by line and yeah. made it so doable um, and it made made it the process seem not overwhelming and it, it is it's technical divers would pick up on this in a heartbeat rebreather divers because they're used to the checklist or you're used to the instruments and um, mm -hmm. if I can do it yeah anybody can do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah nice. pretty much anybody can um, and Scott is extending the legacy so he's not the only one we have to rely on to do this kind of research moving forward right we've got a team that can support that mm -hmm. so you can have diff the sub can continually working and you know you do two-hour stints but you need fresh eyes and you need you know so you don't get tired and you don't overlook the details mm -hmm. and this process of training new pilots along the way will just help it be a more successful mission Good. in my opinion yeah, I agree. Agree. It's a good, yeah. That's a good opinion. We'll, we'll go with that. And by the way, for everyone listening, uh, the difference between a submarine and a manned submersible is a submarine has a bathroom on board. Ah. But we have a Gatorade bottle that identifies as a bathroom. <laughs> so we consider this a submarine. So just for the record. So if we say submarine or submersible, they're kind of interchanged. That's right. Good clarification. <laughs> Good clarification. Yeah. But we, we you, know, you know, clear your bladder before you get in, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a part of the checklist. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're used to driving diving in a dry suit, you're kind of used to that checklist on too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um, the first day we spent 14 and a half hours with class and diving or uh, operating the sub at night. Amy, what was the darkness while you're out there in the middle of this little harbor uh, operating this sub? How did, how did that feel? Well, I could not believe how bright 
there there's four lights on the front and they are they it's incredible how bright they are yeah and that was really cool you could see when you were waiting um, when the sub was out in the water it's just it lights up this huge area so when you're down in there looking through the viewing window it's there's a lot of visibility yeah even though it's pitch dark everywhere else and then you came into the daylight the next day yes yesterday um, where not only at night it's you can't really see that far but in the daytime you've got all these other distractions right you got beautiful yeah, palm trees yeah. and people and mm -hmm. um, how was it driving it during the daytime uh, it definitely like you said there's there's more distractions you're kind of looking around more at other things and so you have to think a little harder I think because you need to be paying attention to where you know the submarine when you're piloting it it's you're sitting up at the top and it's almost like an iceberg there's a lot <laughs> underwater that you need to pay attention to and not just what you're seeing at the top there yeah. so and Christine what was your experience between night and day oh the 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 lights were a good thing to point out because it really didn't feel dark at nighttime when you were out there and then I noticed between night and day the behavior of the fish were a little bit different we had a few fish at nighttime I think the lights <laughs> just turned them on they would come into the light and they would be deer in headlights or they would <laughs> run into it like a little bit and uh, so the behavior of the fish is something I noticed the most yeah yeah nice and Lisa, you didn't get to drive it at night, right? No, okay. I did not get to drive it at night. Um, but that's to come. And, and viewing the port uh, underwater, did it feel like you were deep, or did it feel just like, did you realize you were on the surface? No, or? when you're in the porthole, you, you don't know. Yeah. You really don't. Whether, you know, we had limited visibility here in the lagoon, but um, you were still able to assess, you're still able to get a full feel of what it's like to be that mission specialist yeah. mm -hmm. and giving directions to if, it, you know, two men, two people are in the, um, in the submersible together. So the top side and then the viewing port can be looking at different things because you'd get a different perspective. But, um, just getting used to the the verbal commands and and where you want to survey and what you want to look at or where you want to hover and watch and observe the fish that are there. Yeah. And when you first took this course, did you think there was going to be a bank full of buttons and lights and switches and or did you just think, you know, I'm not really sure and I mean, there's a lot of wires and switches, but once you learn the components, you put it together, you understand that this switch does something and it's pretty labeled. It's not, there's not a label everywhere, but you can figure it out if you follow the lines. Yeah, nice. So Amy, how are you going to take what you've learned this weekend and apply it to your life or your adventures going forward? Uh, I am actually, I learned a lot and I am excited to continue my education with the submersible. Uh, I hope to learn more about it so I can tell more people about it. Um, you have, is it DEMA in November yes. that you're going to be at? Yep. And I would love to be there to um, you know, help well, talk a, about my experience. It's a quick flight from Midland. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Easy yeah. to get to. But so for me, 
the educational part has been huge and um, also the desire to share it with others. Good. And Christine? Yeah, I'm excited to hopefully run back down here in September when you get the spear system set up on this submersible. <laughs> yeah, we so always the, need help. Yeah, yeah, the lasers are set up. I'm sure they'll need a little bit of fine tuning. We're going to have these like two lasers and time them in so that when they merge and cross, that'll be your crosshairs for your target of lionfish. So having that set up, that's going to be super exciting. I'm really looking forward towards that and just um, the next step, getting missions going and getting lionfish out. And I'm just, I want to be a part of it and I want others to be a part of it too, because I think you mentioned earlier, um, keeping this legacy going and, and getting to the next level and just progressing and, and getting in the water and doing what we're talking about is still to come. Yeah, and what we're trying to show everyone is that it's not as scary or technical as most people yeah. think. I mean, you were operating on the surface, but you could easily go down to 300 feet and operate the same. It's the yeah. same skill set, so. Yeah, you just have to be really prepared, have your yeah. head straight, and yeah. uh, work as a team together. Right. Yeah. And Lisa, how are you gonna take this? Uh, I really see this because the, the Diving Museum does a lot of educational outreach and I really see this submarine as an educational tool for those high school, college, young masters, graduate programs because, you know, we're sitting here, we, all of our hearts are to cull the lionfish and keep them under control. but every minute that that subs underwater it's documenting right so it's not only documenting lionfish it's doc documenting different areas of the topography of the keys it's documenting um, what our current populations are it's documenting if we see sawfish come through it you know so it, it's it's a tool to call lionfish and to do lionfish research but it's more eyes in the ocean right about everything all the components yeah, and that's what a lot of my scientist friends are, are all about. We care more about the uh, the video. We want to see the video. We want yeah. to see what you get. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to places that no one's been. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Well, I know you, uh, Christine. You got to get jump back into the sub and and tool around <laughs> before you leave, and yeah. and Lisa, and uh, so I want to thank everybody and thank you, uh, Scott. appreciate you all taking the course. Uh, it was a great time. It was great getting everyone together and meeting everyone. And I'm sure we'll be working together in the future. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. All right. Good call. All right. <laughs> so we're out of here.